Welcome to the Court of Conspiracy. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Um, today I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your joke. My- um, today we're serving cunt furt. <laughs> Get out. We're we're <laughs> We're we're wearing night court attire. Obviously, we got I got silk PJs on. She's got the belly rolls. We're showing a little bit of midriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to flirt with Resand here. Um. All right. So what are what are we covering in today? Oh, I'm Rose. I'm Michelle. This is literature where we're turned on, and you're turned on. Then we should roll an intro. But wait, wait conspiracies turn me on oh okay conspiracies turn me on actually there's a conspiracy Mm -hmm. that i'm turned on there's a conspiracy that they're turned (gasps) on right now did you hear that conspiracy i did yeah it turns me on (laughs) me too because conspiracies turn me on roll back left this is i think they're turned on right now So we, and when I say we, I mean Rose, (laughs) picked out the most. I'm so excited. Well, we've both been tipping, tipping, dipping our toes (laughs) in these conspiracies. I forgot lip gloss. (gasps) It's not popping. It's not cool. I would not want to be like you in school. So we've been (laughs) dipping our toes in conspiracies. The kind that have to do with the beloved A Court of Thorns and Roses. There's so, so many there are so theories. Many. So we started, well, Rose then dug out some uh, good ones that we could kind of have a few little talking points on and kind of, you know, freshen up our mind. I wrote down some of my faves. Yeah, I screenshotted some of my, well, actually, I just have one hill that I'm going to die on <laughs> that I... I really, I love the theories about it. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on. And then you have a few because I actually have a theory I'd like to start off on. I actually think SJM is taking so long in between writing the books because her fan base is writing the next book for her with all these conspiracy theories. That's very true. That's very true. (laughs) That's my conspiracy theory. Not to cut you off, I'm sorry. It's okay. I had nothing else to say. <laughs> you were on a roll and I went... Well, no, oh, I was going to say that you have read the Crescent City books. Yes, and I've also ro- rode, read Silver Flames. And I am <laughs> not interested in the Crescent City books. Yeah. So I'm fully... So Rose is going to tie in a few conspiracies with this series like as a whole. I'm like gonna, all of SJM's books. No, I'm going to... Well... If there's a theory that kind of touches on it, I'll mention it. But I'm really going to try and keep it strict to just a court because I don't like the talk next about, a court book. You mean like about what's gone on so far? Okay. What people's theories are. Gotcha. I don't really want to touch on how they connect to the Crescent City books until you're either you've read the points or whatever the fuck you're going to end up doing. I don't really want to touch too much on Crescent City because I also don't want people to be isolated if they haven't seen Crescent City gotcha. or okay. read Crescent City yet. Gotcha. Yeah. And also, we both haven't read Throne of Glass, so that doesn't fucking matter in, in this whole conversation. So, yeah, we'll keep it mostly. Two chapters. 
We'll keep it mostly to A Court of Thorns and Roses, yeah. including Silver Flames, which I will get around to read. I, I do want to read it. Like, the more I look into this stuff, I'm like, oh my God, I actually want to get back into the, like, the whole series of it and yeah. read that book. So I will. I'm just being fucking lazy. So why don't you start us off? Okay. So I wrote down a few. Because um, I really have just one I want to talk about. Okay, I'm just going to throw out some of the common ones that I've seen and okay. that I can talk about a and little we bit. we can go in depth on which one we're Yeah, so in. I'm okay. just going to say them all. Ready? And yeah. then I'll say which one my favorite one is. Okay. So there's obviously the resand is evil theory that at, we, honestly, I just I love, love the it's idea. It's so fun. <laughs> okay, but we'll rank out of five the probability and then what we think is oh okay no yeah that you makes know what sense. i mean like yeah. probability out of five yeah okay do you want me to read them all first or probability after i read it and then we can go in depth after that is all <laughs> okay, okay. Fun. i'll just keep going okay <laughs> resand is evil yeah elaine is going to end up with tamlin resand's mom was a seer oh yeah um our Tron sisters have fey blood yeah. On their mom's side. Okay, good. I thought, uh, yeah. Elaine is an owl shifter. Amarin is an archangel. Mm-hmm. Arc, archangel? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Arch. It's okay. I say that all the time. The inner circle as a whole is evil. Okay. And Lucian, Lu- Lucian yeah. is lying about his mating bond to protect Hamlin. Okay, okay, so okay, so let's start with number one. What do we think the probability that Resand is evil is? Okay, like one. I don't think it's true, but I love the like theory of it, and it makes sense. It like does. if we get to the last book and it's all this whole mirage, it would be in true SJM fashion to be like everything you just read was for no reason. <laughs> Like, she really likes to throw in a bunch of shit and be like, oh, that's not important. But I just feel like, I feel like we're too close to the end of the series of Akatar. I don't think we're anywhere near the end. But apparently she said she just wanted to do, like, Elaine's book is going to be one of the last ones. But the Crescent City books, I think, are the Akatar books now. Like, they're... But that's what I'm saying. I mean, in the Akatar like set like we're gonna get Elaine's book and then that's gonna be it out of that like box set and then it'll continue through the Crescent City I'm confused how like with how Crescent City ended the second one I'm confused how we're gonna get an Elaine and Asriel book after this I think I told you what my theory with the whole universe is that the second book or the third book is going to be either during war or pre-war and then the Asriel book is going to be during war or post-war but I don't know. Because there's obviously going to be another war. Like, the whole series alludes to another big war. Like, Akatar or Crescent City? Both. Because they're connected now. The third one is going to be 50-50. It has to be. Hmm. Yeah. Because all the, char- all the characters are going to meet. There's no way they're not. No, I know that. But I'm just saying, like... My Resand is Evil theory, I give it a two. Because, hmm. like, I don't actually think it's going to happen, but all the, like, she could make it happen based on his power. So no, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. I just think the probability of it happening is, is a one. Is a one. Yeah. Okay. Elaine is going to end up with Tamlin. Okay. Five out of five. 100%. I, and that ties in with the Lucian thing, and that's what I'm going to go yeah, off yeah, the fucking yeah, deep yeah. end with. Okay, good. So, keep going. And then we'll so go I back. Give, <laughs> I also give that one a five. I... Okay, if she listen. Fought, okay, listen. Resand's mom was a seer. I also give this a five. This one, 
you can talk to me about. Okay. I don't remember much about this one. This one's easy peasy. I can explain it to you in like three minutes. It's actually my favorite. This one is my favorite theory is that Rhysand's mom was a seer. Okay. Because it's so such you a get small, go fun super little in depth thing. about that one and I'm going to go super in depth about the Tamlin one. Oh, we can both because I'm excited about no, that I one. No, I know, no, no, but you know what I mean. Yes. Okay, keep going. Elaine is an owl shifter. What the fuck is that? Ties in a Crescent City a little bit. Basically, in Crescent City, um, which is going to be tying into Akatar. So like, I'm not even going to fucking talk about Crescent City. Unless it has <laughs> to do whatever. Okay, can you I'm going to do my best. There's shifters. So, but instead of there just being wolf shifters, like werewolves, there's shifters of every animal. Yeah. So an owl shifter would be a person that shifts into an owl and has owl-like traits in human form. So like, okay. there's, a, there's a bunch of, I can like pull it up while we're talking later about why people think that she's an owl. Um, and it has to do with how like weird she's been throughout the like last yeah. few books since becoming a fae. Okay. Um, and... In Crescent City. <laughs> this is major spoilers for the last book. I just know Michelle doesn't really care that much. So if you haven't read the last book, maybe skip forward a couple seconds. But uh, we find out that the shifters are fey blooded. Oh, yeah. So yeah, which also that. brings in Resand and all the high fey lords. Oh. But only Resand and Tamlin have an animal form. Yeah. And peep another theory, Agatar theory, is that the Aurora Borealis reflection yeah. that Feyre saw of herself as an animal is her animal shifter self. Okay, see, I saw that one too. Yeah, so that's a fun is theory that, that I... Why do you say Aurora Borealis? I can't remember what it's called. Is it Orboros? Or... Aurora, Aurora, that's the fucking lights in the sky. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, Aurora, Aurora Borealis. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, no, listen to me <laughs> about this Aurora Borealis theory. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I thought you were saying that on purpose. <laughs> no, and I was dead serious. That's I know, so that's why I was like, <laughs> Aurora Borealis. No, I the Ouroboros. the lights in the sky. <laughs> Sorry, the Ouroboros. I think Orbus? it's called the Ouroboros. The Ouroboros. O-R-B-O-B-O. Boris. I think. Well, whatever. The reflection oh, favorite saw oh, in the oh, mirror. Ubanubanubi. The Ubanuba The Obanob. You know the <laughs> you know the Obi mirror? The Obanobanim mirror? The Obanob mirror. The the Slobanob. The Slobinobi. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> But there's theory that Feyre also has an animal um, oh, that yeah, she can yeah, shift yeah. into, but it's like a weird beast. I would say that's like, I would give that like a three and a half probability that After she reading, has a beast form. I could see it. I'd give it a four. Yeah. Especially considering the Elaine. So the Elaine being an owl shifter, I don't know if you really have insight on that one. I would also give that one about like, I would give it a three. It just... I don't think I really care about it because it wouldn't change anything yeah. for me. Unless she made it a really big story arc, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amarin is... Oh, I said that. No. No. Okay, Amarin is an archangel. That I... Yes. I could see it. It also ties in with Crescent City. Yeah, um, I know, I know. I actually... I actually don't home. think that... Unless she's like an ancient type of... Well, because they never really... <sighs> okay, but what's more... <laughs> Huh? What's more? <laughs> She's no a knows. truth teller. <laughs> what are you? She tells the truth. She looks at you and goes, except when she's lying. She'll go right up to you and go, you're a bitch. <laughs> Could you imagine? She's like, your you're breath not smells. Nice <laughs> your armpits do stink. Are you using natural deodorant? I can tell. 
And she sips the tea. Anyway, um, coming from me who used to wear natural deodorant and then Michelle made a really <laughs> mean TikTok video. <laughs> Not directed to you, no, just directed to the smelly people in general. I'm a stinky girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all like to be. Um, okay, I'm I'm iffy on this because I guess it would make sense because they're tying, by they, I mean Sarah J. Mass. Sarah is tying the two books together and there are archangels in this one. But the whole thing about the archangels is that in this timeline in Crescent City, they're gods. And then in um, Feyre's time in Akatar, she keeps saying the gods that we've long forgotten. And there's this whole thing about the archangels used to be on their planet and then got kicked off or mm. their timeline and got kicked out. So if Amran was left behind, but she came through a crack. So I guess that could have to do with some sort of weird time. I jumping. also heard a theory that like Amran is like, like Lucifer because like, because you know how she was like too curious and this and that, and then she fell through but the cr- she and had, cracked, and then she was in the fucking. Then dungeon. who was the god that she, or not god, but there was like an overlord that she was serving. Yeah. So who would the overlord be if she That's was this like fur? God. Okay. And she's like loose for she was an archangel and then fell. Interesting. And then became, like, the devil. Okay. Kind of vibe. Okay. You know I, I, mean? I don't know. I think I give this. I, theory, it was kind of in depth, but it, it was giving like, like Christian. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. It, was it the girl who's literally like had a Bible? It was like, because <laughs> I saw I something know. like that. Maybe. She had like all six books open, I swear to God, and also had a Bible. And she was like, this is it. And because they refer to it as um, Midgard, which is Earth in Norse mythology. Hmm. Anyway, I give that like a two or I give it a three. Sure. It could, could go either way, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a common theory that I've seen that I had to bring up. Um, the inner circle is evil. Again, I've I don't seen know. the like videos of that and how they like talk about it. I definitely think it's really interesting. Like with um, what's the evil city in the Night Court? Um, the under the mountain is like what was it the called? Court of Nightmares? Court of Nightmares. See, the Court of Nightmares, and then, like, the reason why they're, they're so, like, mean to, like, everyone in the inner circle is because they're actually evil, and they're, like, living this, like, whole lie on top of the earth, and or whatever, whatever, and they're in. I've seen the theories. I I like it because it's fun and exciting. I would like to read a fanfic of it. Yeah. But I don't want it to be the actual no, story. No, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Same, 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 same. So I give it a one because I honestly don't think that's the real I don't think Sarah that they're evil. No, I don't think so. Because I, I think, honestly I think, think it, she's building it up too much with like the whole universe melting together. And I think you can't have, like, they're, they all kind of have to be like the heroes. You know what I mean? I don't think you yeah. can have these well, main characters Well, with Crescent of one City, book, you have this. the next really big bad guy. Yeah. They're not going to have that and then be like, oh, by the way, the inner circle is actually evil. Yeah. Like, it's too, you need all the characters to be like good guys. The only thing that would blow my mind is if they crossed over and then the big bad guys from Crescent City book two see Resand and are like, our brother. Yeah, my guy. I'd be like, because I'm pretty sure. Wait a second. <laughs> Me making my own theory. They're missing one. But I think he was killed. There's like there's like a group of big bad guys. 
and he was killed. What if it's Resand? Can you <laughs> what imagine? What if it's Hamlin? What if it's Amarin? I don't fucking know. I think it was a boy, though. What if it's Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, no more Crescent yeah, City shut talk. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Next one. And then the one that is a the five, Lucian. a ten out of okay, five. Let's. Why don't we talk about that? Lucian, Lucian I don't want to. I don't want to. Is lying about his mating bond with Elaine to protect Tamlin. Listen to this. So I'm listening. This is my theory that I fully believe. While you start talking about this, because I'm already going to agree with you, I'm going to look up the Elaine being an owl shifter, so I can read to you what the. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Tamlin is a hundred percent favorite oops elaine's mate (gasps) yeah because and there's all this evidence so like my main thing where i was listening to people so obviously she's like in love with like flowers and she's like all spring she's spring court vibes okay she is spring court vibes and um i think she would go really well with tamlin and i think that like there's Oh my god, it's just there's so much stuff. I have to like read the things that I screenshotted. But basically, Tamlin has the same reaction to Elaine getting thrown into the cauldron as Resan had with Farah getting killed by Amarantha. And that's like and then in uh I think it's Mist and Fury, Reese describes how he knew in the moment that she was like getting killed. That, like, that's when he could feel the bond or something, right? Click in a place. That she was um, his mate. So then having, like, Elaine being thrown into the cauldron and Tamlin reacting this that same way that Reese did. Mm-hmm. And then, like, also with Tamlin just sitting there doing absolutely fucking nothing when um, Feyre was being killed, right? Kind of, like, insinuates that, like, they didn't like have that mate bond like they weren't mates yeah and then you know Reese obviously felt this like great insane like loss and that's why he was like losing his shit do you need me to explain the scene in the dining room sure okay so when well I understand it but talk okay so when Reese first shows up in the well second time sorry he shows up there are um Feyre Tamlin and Lucian are all having dinner in the dining room um, and Rhysand shows up and he um, finds Feyre and is like, oh, who's this? And starts kind of like being the big bad guy. And Lucian steps in and goes, oh, she's my mate mm-hmm. to protect Tamlin. No, he says she's my betrothed. Oh, thank you. Betrothed. Yeah. And then to protect Tamlin. And then fast forward to this happening in the throne room where Elaine gets thrown into the cauldron and Tamlin has this insane outburst, very similar, almost word for word, as the outburst Resand had in the first book. And what does Lucian do? He immediately steps in front of Tamlin and goes, you're my mate. Okay, and then there's all these, so these videos, people were saying like, if you reread the scene, you don't, you, and think of that, you realize that, when all this stuff is happening, Lucian is looking between Tamlin and Elaine. Like, that's written that he's, like, looking between them a bunch of times. Who? Lucian. And then people are also saying that, like, okay, oh, my God, this is what's so crazy. So, <laughs> so, um, 
Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So then other people are like, okay, but how did he manage the tug? When they had tea, he tugged on the bond and she felt it. Um, is she in on it then? So people are like, okay, but like if Lucian isn't actually Elaine's um, mate, then how did he? I think it was in um, Frost and Starlight. He like pulls on the bond or something. And then like she f- says she can feel it. So people are like, okay, well, is she in on it? Like, like what's the deal? And the people saying, People are saying, being Helian's son, maybe he can see the bond, and as it could be considered a curse and uh, a thing binding two people together, some unwillingly, um, I could give... I would explain why he never believes Feyre when she goes back to the Spring Court because she can he can see the bond with with Reese. Oh my god, I can't fucking talk. I saw that comment too. Um, so then people are like, okay, like he can kind of manipulate this, like magic and he can see bonds so he would have seen their bond get created right as Elaine was getting thrown into and then he's watching them he keeps going from Tamlin to her and then oh my god and then someone commented Tamlin and Elaine is the true beauty and the beast because remember everyone was like yeah the beauty and the beast okay this other thing that like totally solidified it for me was you know when I think it's Akawar or it's some book where, like, I think it is Akawar, um, where Reese goes to visit Tamlin and he's fucking depressed and he's like torn this whole place apart and like all these things, right? So people are saying, oh my God. So people are saying, like, he says in the, um, in the book um, that he's like all depressed and like upset and all this stuff and he asks Reese like do you think she'll ever forgive me yes but he and doesn't specify but he who. doesn't specify who and he was the reason she got thrown in the cauldron in the first place so he fucked it up so bad like he yeah. fucked it up bad and then like didn't know that he was going to get thrown in there so then another person says Okay, listen to this. What if he also sees Elaine's nightmare like Reese did with Feyre? That could make him feel um, guilty constantly, and he doesn't know how to cope with that. Yeah. And people are like, this, oh, my God. So, like, like that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. mad depressed. And then uh, um, other people were saying, like, that's why he was really at the camp, too. It wasn't for Feyre. It was for Elaine. Oh, same, because he didn't switch sides until Elaine got thrown in that cauldron. He didn't give a fuck no, about exactly. what was happening to no, Reese. No, he didn't. And he didn't care. Feyre, like not even a little bit. And then even when he brings Reese back to life, and like Feyre's like, ah, please, doesn't think that Tamlin's gonna do it. And Tamlin does like, it so easily. And he, and he literally goes, "Oh, just like be happy." Yeah, because he knows that like she's not the right. Like he's trying to get with. Like he wants to just be happy. <laughs> And then this other person said, um, okay, I feel like everyone should reread chapter 65 in A Court of Mist and Fury and focus only on Tamlin's rea- reactions and Lucian's reactions to Tamlin. And then someone said, I never noticed how much Lucian glances back before, back and forth between Tamlin and Elaine or how Tamlin couldn't look away from them. And I was like, ah! And then, um, oh my God, wait, wait. And then, okay, there's this extra unhinged theory that people are like, okay, it's a little extra. I have a few points about Elaine being a part of the spring court, like, for sure. Okay. Is this on that? It's all in the same world. So people also are theorizing that because Tamlin is a shapeshifter, so this is all... Touching on why there's a um, Lucian was able to tug on the bond is people are saying because Tamlin's a shapeshifter, maybe 
that's actually Tamlin, and he's shape-shifting as Lucian, and Lucian went to the night court to, like, be around her. And people were like, shut up! And he goes, and that makes sense why Lucian hasn't been acting the same. It's not him. I'm going to finish my reread and see if I still think the same way. I'm at hybrid now. So people are like, see, Tamlin shape-shifts. OMG, maybe it's not Lucian that's going to the night court with them. Because you know how, like... I want to know what people are saying about, like, because you haven't read silver flames but like lucian is hanging out with like he lives in a cabin in the night court in the night court with um like a a runaway fucking monster and um jurian like he's just kind of out of the picture yeah so i want to know what people maybe have to say about that because i was super confused about that he's like kind of trying to rebuild his friendship with tamlin yeah I'm, I don't know. I don't know. But he's not at the spring court because it's not Lucia. <laughs> okay. Touch on yours and then I have one more in, unhinged thing about so, Tamlin. Yeah, because these aren't unhinged. Um, no, I have an unhinged one. <laughs> so while Hello. Nesta was in the spring court, two things she said, like right off the bat, were Elaine would love this place and Elaine the spring court had been made for someone like her. The other... Well, and then there was another thing that I think it was... I'm not sure if it was Feyre or if it was... I think it was Feyre because I think we were in her perspective. Went into Elaine's mind and it had like the same gate that was at this like spring court. Yes, it was Feyre who went into her mind and was like, it looks like the spring court or something Yeah, like she comments how it like is like the spring court. Yeah. So, and Mm. then that would like lead into them being mates. Um... The other thing was that Feyre painted three mm-hmm. distinct things on their dresser that described each of them. Um, Feyre got stars and a moon, mm-hmm. which was projected into her mind by Resand, which, like, you know, yeah. we find out later. Um, she painted flames on uh, Nesta's, which we find out in Silver Flames. It's named that reason and is Nesta's book. For a reason, she has flame, um, and <laughs> um, the flowers were on Elaine's. It all just kind of lines up with yeah, how where they, they end up. up. Yeah, and I'm also curious in terms of like if Sarah, like, did SJM make this too? This is my only like thing about this theory is that did she make it too obvious? Okay, but I didn't think of this until I started getting into a court conspiracy theories after my first read like I was kind of like no because I I feel like like, we theorized this before and kind of cute and like whatever but like the thing like I'm thinking like I never thought Tamlin being at the camp was to help protect Elaine Mm. until I started watching these videos Mm -hmm. and then even like him like like he's helped the only reason really he, why he helped Pharaoh was because Pharaoh was getting Elaine out of there. Elaine got captured. Yeah. So it's like, and then Elaine got fucking whispered to the edge of the fucking woods. Mm-hmm. What if that was Tamlin trying to meet up with her? Yeah. Pulling on the bond. And then she ended up getting captured by accident. That's why he was like, felt really bad. Fucking got her out of there. Ah, let me tell you. And then, um... There's a couple things. Like, I don't think it really, I don't think it was that obvious until I really started looking into it and everybody started fucking talking about it. Then I was like, okay, yeah, like I 
it's obvious. That's why I think like it would have been a decent twist, but I think now everybody's talked about it and kind of spoiled the twist. <laughs> but I think she is. I liked the theory of people being like, um, that she, um, like they would be evil, like she would be evil. Oh, I think okay, that's th- interesting. But this is what I was gonna say. I feel like we had already theorized that Elaine might end up with Tamlin before all this, but we thought it was gonna be in an evil sense. And then once we started seeing all the other connections that mm-hmm. have been going on, it seemed less evil and more like faded lovers. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I, but think it's we- gonna be really tough because think about it. Like he's so depressed because he's like. I, I got her taken and thrown into the fucking culture and turned into a oh, fan yeah. against her will. I obviously broke up her fucking engagement because her boyfriend doesn't want to fucking be with a fae. And like, just there's so many things that and he she would have to fae. get over yeah. for them to even be together. So I think he knows. After what he did and then to also her what he sister. Did, exactly. He fucked with Feyre. Also, I mean... That'd everything that weird. He, everything I don't know if I could date my sister's ex-boyfriend. Ex-fiance. Okay, you want to hear a really unhinged one? Okay, yeah. This one says, okay, hear me out. I think Tamlin's Elaine's father. (laughs) That he met her mom during those 49 years. And during that scene, he senses their bond. And Tamlin puts it together later, saves Elaine in the next book, but dies. So his power transfers to Elaine, making her the high lady of the Supreme Court. That would be interesting because in my mind, I'm also like, is this too obvious? And instead of them being lovers, Tamlin's going to die and Elaine is going to take over the spring court. Like, that's kind of also what I'm thinking. Is it too obvious that they're lovers? I don't know. And also, if that's actually her dad. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like, Elaine's going to get a book, but are we not going to get an Asriel book if she's only going to make one more court book? Do you know what I mean? Or are yeah, we going to get a dual know. perspective no, of Elaine? No, I think, I think Azriel gets his time to shine in the Crescent City continuation. But Crescent City is a third person perspective. <clears throat> There's You're not in one person's head. You're in everyone's head. Hmm. But it's not like in first person Bryce. Like, you know how in yeah. those books it's like, obvi- it's Tamlin. It's fucking Feyre it's Tamlin it's Feyre like they they will do dual perspective but it's like in their perspective I gotta pick my nose Crescent City is just third person so sometimes you're this person know. sometimes you're that person but like uh, we need Asriel's story but, but if they Asriel make Asriel together me either and if they make them together I'm gonna kind of be annoyed because how did all the sisters end up with the brothers like be fucking yeah. for real like but I also feel it's like too lame yeah it's too lame like, yes, and it works perfectly, but that's not what I don't like. I feel like that's not what Elaine wants. Everything Elaine wants is exactly what Tamlin was trying to force Feyre into. Yeah. The submissive lifestyle. Um, that's what I want. I'm looking up. The, uh, <laughs> Dave just gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for Elaine Tamlin's and Tamlin are endgame. A compilation of all evidence. <laughs> Um, there's just so much to that theory I gotta pick my nose please don't look sorry so there was a bunch of I can't find but someone had like kind of highlighted quotes from multiple pages about how Elaine was like an owl the only ones I can find here are about her being silent and perching so um, 
Um, something about some fairy tale. Uh, Bloodwood had also turned into an owl at the end of the fairy tale. The stealthy hunting hypothesis holds that owls fly inaudibly so they can... can't. Holy fuck. <laughs> owls fly inaudibly so that prey can't hear them coming. Owls are known as silent predators of the night, with uh, capable of flying just inches from their prey without being detected. And then here are some quotes from the book. Okay. Mercifully, Elaine quietly approached me at breakfast. That's one. Elaine was again at my side. I hadn't heard her steps. Third one. Elaine perched silently on the couch nearby. Fourth one. Elaine spoke from the doorway, having appeared so silently that they all twisted towards her. Um, fifth one. You came, Elaine said behind her, and Nesta started, not having heard her sister approach. She scanned Elaine from head to toe, wondering if she'd been taking lessons in stealth. Hmm. Um, and then later on, in one of the books, someone says to her, could you have, oh, Elaine asks someone, could you have done it, decided to take a male form? Oh, to um, Amarin. And then Elaine says again to Amarin, then why would you pick this body, Elaine asked. Um, and once you were in this body, you couldn't change? Like she keeps asking uh, questions about like transforming about and shape-shifting and shape yeah. to um, Amarin after she comes back as a human. Yeah. Um, and then it's so easy to assume Elaine is going to be a spy because she hangs out with the wraiths, but I think her moving silently is suggestive that she can shift into an owl form. The power of spring is shape-shifting. It would also be the reason Cassian noted a tightness to Elaine's face when she said she, her she headed out early in the morning to tend to an elderly phase garden because she's not comfortable with the changes she's experiencing that her body demands of her. I think the cauldron has gifted Elaine with a with goddess-like powers that will help her restore the destruction that has befallen spring, bring life back into it. Lucian, Lucian warns Feyre that before the dust settles, meaning before the end of the war that is on their horizon, they are going to need spring to be up and running, and right now that isn't happening with Tamlin. Gifted her with the ability to shift into an owl form, a shifter ability that is a marker belonging to the High Lords of Spring Court. Yeah. Um, this is not to say Elaine will end up living there forever, but I do think she will be instrumental in restoring it to the former place of beauty and strength. Um, yeah, she's going to go there for sure. And then there was a bunch of screenshots uh, people were, like, highlighting that I saw. So in all of the books, Sarah has never mentioned, like, people blinking. But there are multiple <laughs> references to Elaine staring blank like staring and blinking and like tilting her head it literally like one yeah. of the lines was like she had a bird like tilt to her yeah. head or something like that like there's just all these bird like references and you references. know what I wonder if that's gonna kind of lead into like her kind of going like into the woods or like into a different spot to kind of like shift and like change and whatever and then she like runs into Tamlin well, I that's like a good like ice and then he goes like oh you want to learn how to shape like and he's the only one that knows her secret of shape shifting and goes oh I'll help or, you like get it yeah. under control because, because like, I feel that, like that's such a good meeting or the fact that she's just like she's staying away from everyone because maybe she senses there's something not right but she doesn't know what's going on so when she finally talks to Tamlin and maybe opens up to him about it he can be like I experienced that too 
So many like that. to get together. <laughs> SJM's like, right down, right down, right down. No, I really <sighs> like, I like that theory. And if they kind of go that route of Tamlin being like, let me show you how it's done. Yeah. But like, that's the only way that they're going to break the ice because there's yeah. no other way that she's going to actually talk to him yeah. on her own free will mm-hmm. unless he goes oh like like I can help you get yeah. comfortable with figuring this out <laughs> but they have to like meet up late at night when no oh one knows they're getting together Stop. and then it's, for, it's forbidden lovers and I love forbidden lovers Me too. and it's also enemies to lovers kind of because like, like how can she trust second him? chance romance <laughs> oh my god because and then like, can you imagine the shit storm that will happen if she's like Actually, I'm seeing someone, and it's Tamlin. Bro, the inner circles going to lose their shit. But no, Azriel is in love with her. Imagine what Azriel's going to do. And this is how I think Azriel's going to get pushed towards his love interest Mm -hmm. is by, like, being so brokenhearted about this. Because he – did you read the extra chapter I sent you? I don't think so. Ugh. So basically, in the extra chapter, he uh, gives, um, I was going to say Feyre, he gives Elaine a necklace, and Elaine, like, accepts it, and uh, they are about to kiss, and Resand is coming down the stairs, and he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And then Elaine is like, and then she kind of, like, leaves, and then Resand is like, my office now and basically yells at Azriel and is like how fucking could you like if if fucking Ta- uh not Tamlin if um Lucian. L- Lucian were to find out this could be cause for war this could be cause for them to come here and like blah 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 and he was just like yelling at him on the logistics of like fucking going after someone's mate. someone's mate yeah um and then Azriel was like why do you all get your happy endings and I don't why can my brothers like get this happy ending in this beautiful relationship and I have to be on my own. And like, I think it's going to be this whole inner battle with the fact that he had to be alone his whole life. And now he feels like, and he feels like Resand isn't supporting him as his brother. It's uh, this whole thing, but everyone thinks his mate is Gwen. Yeah. Right. So I think this is going to push him to go to the training ring more where Gwen hangs out and you'll find that out in yeah, yeah, the yeah. next book. But at the end, this is what's fucked up. At the end of that, he goes to the training ring because he's so mad. He's going to let off some steam. Gwen is there and I'm pretty sure he gives her the necklace <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. That could be a lie. But he meets And that's there. almost. Uh, so, so maybe she ends w- up going to the spring yeah. court and then Gwen has to be the, the good friend that's a girl and help support Asriel through this big emotional breakup that wasn't even a relationship there's so much this is why I'm like how is Elaine gonna get a book and Asriel's not unless they're gonna be in the same but then they're gonna have two love stories that book better be that would be that would be cool though I guess I think that would be kind of interesting because I guess it's intertwined if they're if she's gonna go that route where it's like Asriel's brokenhearted because of Elaine (laughs) okay so this is another is it the Lucian. queen, the girl, Vasa, or whatever? I don't remember. I did see a theory about who Lucian's going to end up with. It's, um, a, it's the, the queen that he had to go fucking find or whatever. Oh, I think. Vasa? I think she's in Silver Flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Silver Flames. That's who he's in the cabin with, with fucking her, Vasa, 
uh, Lucian and um, Urian. Jurian. Urian? I don't know. I call I him Jurian. Okay, <laughs> give me one second because. No. How no, long have we been enough. recording for? 42 minutes. Okay, we got to cut this shit off. No. Please comment. No, wait, I have something else to talk about. Give me a fucking second. What your favorite conspiracy theory is. And we could probably go on and on and on about the Accord of Florence and Roses. Okay, while I'm looking for this, I'm going to talk about how Rhysand's mom was a seer. So the reason people are saying this (laughs) (laughs) is because um, you know how Rhysand was giving Favreau all these dresses and stuff. And she was like, where are you getting these? And he's like, my mom made them for my future mate. How did she know what size to make them? They're all exactly fit to Favreau's body. And then I know someone, uh, another theory that I don't think we really got to touch on was that um, the Archerson, is that how you say it? Archerson? Archerson? Oh, the the Archeron? Archeron sister's mom was also a fae. Or she was part fae, and then she made a bargain because she fell in love with their dad and just wanted to yes. be in love with the dad. The mom was fae, yeah. The mom was fae, and then she fucked up the bargain, so then she died. And then all yeah. their fortune went with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why the boats went missing. And I don't know. I don't the know what that. loser. Yeah, and I don't know what that has to say about like her obsession. No, with but that's why each of the Archeron Ar- 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 sisters all have powers. Is be- yeah, yeah. Because when they get thrown in the cauldron, it turns them fey, but then it turns them high fey. Okay, there's this. I'm so upset right now. There's a TikTok. Is that this one that I sent to my friend? And it's her favorite Akatar theory about fucking two of the characters. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> My most unpopular Akatar opinion. I want Lucian to get his happy ending with Elaine, but I want Azriel's mate to be Ares. <laughs> This is my friend's favorite thing. Oh my god, wait. Think about the type of book we could get out of an Az- an Azris relationship. Not only could it develop into what inevitably becomes Baron's downfall and Eris's rise, but we could learn so much about Azriel. <laughs> we could see Az face the probably inevitable fear of fire he has from his half-brothers burning his hands because his mate is a fire wielder he's forced to go back to work through the trauma of his childhood taking um us with him through the work we would also get to see the rest of the inner court forced to make a choice hold the grudge for more or let it go and allow our poor as to be happy with his mate also probably finding out aries Aries' reasoning for leaving more at the edge of autumn, which I have my own theories about, is what this person said. But Wait. like, that's her favorite theory I is that Az is actually that. gay. <laughs> and you know what? Not too far fetched that she threw the Morris gay at us. It like at the end of what was it? It was Aquar. Yeah. At the end of Aquar being like, ah, Morris little girly pop, right? But like, so it's not that far-fetched that there's another gay character. And of course, it would be the gay, like, he's been going after more, but it's not because he's in love with her. It's because he gets the girly pop, like, he knows she's gay. <laughs> His stop. shadows have whispered to him that she's gay, and he's like, she's my only ally. <laughs> he goes, oh my God, she'll understand. Oh, and I'm like, but he can't come out and I'm say I'm interested. 
Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. And then the That's other actually thing, so fun. Yeah, so I had to get that one out. But going back to Rhysand's mom being a seer, um, the reason she put the ring in the weaver's cottage um was and then told Rhysand um your mate has to go like do this thing and get this ring is because she saw Feyre getting mm -hmm. the ring from the weaver's cottage yeah so in her mind she was like your actual mate is the one who does this quest yeah. so if you bring someone here and they don't complete the quest and die <laughs> then it wasn't your mate you know what I mean? So the mom knew that she had uh, to set that quest up because she saw it happen. That's actually pretty interesting. And it would also set up her seeing the war down the line and that they need the weaver as an ally. So it would set them up on the path of the weaver. But there's all those theories. And like, I really like the idea that she loved Feyre so much before she even met her yeah. because she saw her in her visions and how she helped her son that she made her all these gifts and all these dresses and told Rhysand about love and shaped him into this really like like guy who is so passionate about finding a mate and having a family and stuff because the mom loved Feyre already that's really cute. Yeah. Anyway, so those are my favorite theories. <laughs> those are our favorite theories. Once again, comment your favorite theories down below. If you don't have theories, go look some up because they're really fun. They are fun. really good. They are really fun. <laughs> and I'm excited for um, the next book. I really am. I am too. I'm, I'm, I need to know if she's like how... <laughs> Are the Crescent City books now also Akatar books? Yeah. Is the next Akatar book gonna also tie in with Crescent City? Is it gonna be post what we get from Crescent City? When the fuck are we even gonna get another Akatar book? Know. Is she gonna do another novella ass, shit ass, bitch ass thing? No, I think she, she announced that the next book is Elaine's book. Like she talked about it at a conference but people, that she wants each sister to have their own book. But then what about as <laughs> if she gives us some half-assed novella at the end of all of this with like as I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. She has I don't so think many. She can though. But she has so many stories to like close up. So if she's just like, oh, it's Elaine's book. And then then why did Nesta get her whole book? And then Elaine, like there's like four or five characters that need their whole own story arc. So if she throws that all into Elaine's book. You know what I mean? Mm. Then Elaine didn't really get her own book. But also, if she doesn't tie all these things up, everyone's going to be pissed. So is she going to do another book? Listen, Mass, we have some shit that we need to talk about. I'm passionate about this. Michelle's <laughs> falling asleep, so I got to go. I got to get the fuck out of Dodge. It's been nice. It's been real. Follow us on Instagram. At Mood Literature. And Twitter. And if you want to hang out with us after the podcast and listen to us ramble about whatever the fuck we feel like it, you can join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash food literature, where we do lewd library um, and we just, we just, we just talk. We chat. We just hang out. It's very fun, though. Like 15, 20 minutes. You actually do need to listen to it. <laughs> Embarrassing. <almost> threw up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also supports our book buying addiction, so... <laughs> um and on tiktok at oh, yeah. literature i just posted one the other day because you're funky fun and fresh i you know i have some in this in this in the saved in the saved that i try to post when i can so follow us on all the things subscribe if you haven't already um if you're listening to this on anything give us five stars and kiss my butt to victory to valor
If you can't come in her, you can come on her and get your own book about it. This is Luke Literature, bitch. I think they're turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs>